you've landed at the Glass Elevator podcast. Thanks for joining. Now, you may have just stumbled upon us on a Sunday afternoon, or you may have come straight from Instagram. Either way, we love the fact you have found us. Hopefully, you'll tune in every week to listen to us, which would be awesome. We are two open and honest sisters discussing normal life with a direct focus on human behaviours and mental health struggles. Hayley and I have a discussion each week on a new topic that we have direct personal experience with. So, expect frank, researched and positive talk. Now, let's not forget, we are sisters and this comes with a natural and normal chit-chat and we do class ourselves as quite funny, although we had no offers to do stand-up just yet. We are chalk and cheese, but come together in a way that seems to work and that you love. If you want to get in touch, head over to our Instagram, The Glass Elevator, or email us at theglasselevator at protonmail.com. Right, better let you get on with all that listening. Hey, it's Hayley here. Before you get on and listen to the next episode, why don't you leave us a five-star review on the Apple podcast? It really helps and it shows that you're enjoying it as well and we can carry on creating more great content. Welcome to episode 11 of The Glass Elevator. This is a really nice episode. It's very short, very sweet, and it's bite-sized. Hopefully, it will be something that you'll be able to listen to on a little walk or a car journey. This week, we're talking about something that's quite common in a number of individuals, certainly people that I've spoken to, and I definitely know it's something that's in my daily life. I'll pass you over to Hayley to tell you all about it. This week, we're talking about self-sabotage, how it can affect our work, our personal life, our mental health, our relationship, how our thought processes, our patterns and behaviors are preventing us from reaching our goals. It was a really interesting one to talk about and discover because I think we're all guilty of self-sabotaging in one area at least. Yep, I totally agree. And certainly when you're in a self-sabotaging mood, it's not necessarily you seeing it as a detrimental situation. In fact, it could be a completely safe zone and that's exactly what we're going to be talking about it's up next so hello and welcome to episode 11 of the glass elevator i'm claire and Haley is here with us as well and this episode is quite an exciting one for us because we put some content out about this this week and um yeah i'm going to throw you over to the floor with uh with Haley, who's gonna just tell us a little bit more about what we're talking about this week Right. This week, I thought it would be a good idea to talk about self-sabotage. I know Claire said that we just put out a little post the other day and we briefly, I think, touched on it um, when we did the live this week. Um, But I'll just give you a quick outline of what self-sabotage actually means. Um, It refers to behaviours or thought patterns that hold you back and prevent you from doing what you want to do. So preventing us from achieving or reaching our goals and initially I thought well I don't think I do that I know Claire's mentioned a few times that she does it but the more research I was doing and going in and reading articles and stuff the more I was realizing that it's not just in a workplace it can be relationships it can be just yourself either with um, mental health Um, so it was quite interesting to go a little bit more in depth about it Um, Well, I'm excited about this subject because um, I do self-sabotage quite a lot and I know that I'm doing it and I can see myself almost planning how to sabotage. (laughs) Um, For me, self-sabotage, what I've learned in myself and what I've 
researched is all about um, putting yourself, I guess, in a zone which you feel most comfortable with. Now, if you have had not so comfortable times, mostly in your life, then that is a safe zone. It would be mm. incredibly odd for some people to think that that wouldn't be, but it is. It's the way it is. It's, and I'm going to touch on something quite, I guess, you know, not, you know, controversial, I guess, in terms of that. But somebody, say, for instance, that's been molested as a child may still have a comfort with their perpetrator. Now, that's an odd yeah. thing to consider with people um, because you think, why don't you just hate that person? But an element is that that person has created in a very horrible, dark place, also a level of security and safeness. Um, mm. And if a child has been exposed to that kind of environment and that kind of situation, then it's probably likely that they didn't have anything else in terms of safe times or secure adults around mm. them to maybe offer something a bit better than that. So um, when you're so used to such dark places or situations of where you know, it always feels a bit uncomfortable or it feels like a bit of a struggle or you feel like you're going to be rejected or you have to have a transactional element, you then start to feel like that's, that's your comfort. That's what it is. When you become an adult and you're more in control of those things, if some, you, you have then an expectation that something doesn't feel right because it's not the norm. So if something yeah. feels too good or if someone says you're great, you're not going to be used to all of these things. If someone continually stays, if someone doesn't hit you, if, st if someone doesn't hurt you, if someone doesn't treat you like a piece of meat, if someone, um, you know, I guess anything that's, that you're not used to, you are going to want it in a bizarre, weird way. You're going to want to have some kind of level of darkness to be able to create that. And that's what self-sabotage is to me. Mm. And that's something that I've looked at and seen. Well, that's, I, it's interesting you say that because when um, I know I've spoken about my anxiety and my process through it as well. And, you know, um, I um, receive therapy for all of that. I have to do it for my training anyway, but I do think it's helpful. But when I was actually going through my anxiety and I started to get better if you like, and I was thinking, oh, I'm feeling really great. I was so used to bearing in mind that I've had these issues for about 25 years of different ways. I just mm. couldn't label it. When I actually started to feel fine, that was unfamiliar to me. So that's when I could relate to the self-sabotaging because to me, I was like, it felt like and this is how I described it to people, is walking through a haunted house and waiting for something to jump out of you. And that's actually more scary than things just yeah. facing the fear straight away. It's that apprehension that something's going to happen. I'd rather it just come out straight away. And that's what it felt like with the anxiety is that I was waiting for it to come out. So instead of just waiting, I would self-sabotage, if you like, and bring it on and go, right, yeah, it's going to happen. I normally get anxious in these situations. So I would bring that anxiety on. Yeah. So I would then go, yeah, see, I knew. Yeah. But it's happen. also a level of comfort, isn't it? Because you, that's it's, where you it's felt a, a level, bit safer. It's a level of comfort. I was familiar with it. And when I was feeling okay and was walking around and was like, oh, I'm actually feeling really content. It was so unfamiliar 
that I think definitely for me and when I've spoken to other people in um, similar situations they've also experienced the same where they go I know that's sort of strange that it feels odd to feel okay so your brain automatically puts you into that um, mind frame and and again like you were saying with abusive relationships there's that comfort in that familiarity so sometimes when people leave an abusive relationship it's very difficult for them to um go into a relationship where the person is very nice because they're not used to those different transactions they're used to it being very different they're used so to the same will... scenario which is well, generally and, 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 anger aggression control yeah they know how things pan out so when someone if someone's being aggressive or if someone's being abusive you know where you are. If you go into a nice relationship and someone's being nice, you're automatically thinking, what do they want from this? Come on. So you self-sabotage. Sometimes you go with the other person because you're wanting them to buy it. So you can go, right, there we go. See, I yeah. knew there was, you know. Because somebody so that has to self process. Yeah, I think somebody that has to self-sabotage and, and, and is aware of it, some, you can self-sabotage in a very sort of ad hoc way, right? This is normal. This is anxiety. Mm. This is you know, putting obstacles in the way. But if you are a serial sabotager, which is, I would say that I am, um, th- that's something that I always look to do all the time. And, I, and I'm getting much better at like watching it and looking out for it. I don't think it's going away soon, if I'm honest. It's just going to always be there. Um, and it's just something I need to manage. Um, it's just very difficult for somebody when they are in that mindset of self-sabotaging because it's almost as though it's an absolute locked-in process and you need to kind of go from beginning to end. So it's very difficult once you're starting it to pull yourself away. Um, and, and the only thing that I think for me that, that does that is changing my environment. Uh, yeah. So changing my environment and just having a different feeling about a different thing. So it may mean that I still self-sabotage, but it means I might've just paused it for that time. You know, it Mm. doesn't mean that I, um, it doesn't stop and I don't stop thinking about it. It's really difficult for individuals. I think when they're very close, they're they're close people that they're self-sabotage with. It's also, I find that in terms of career and stuff like that, again, self-sabotage sits really close, almost best friends with imposter syndrome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, you know, we, we had a, a, one of our episodes was about imposter syndrome and, and it's really constantly the whole sort of fight or flight mode, um, and what you're used to and what you're used to being told. If you're used to being told that you're not that great at stuff and you shouldn't bother, um, then you kind of start to believe it a bit. And then when someone says, oh no, you are start, you are great. You then start to see them as the enemy. Cause then you think, well, why are you saying anything different than anyone else has said to me? You know? And then you start to sort of think, well, am I, am I more, am I more aware now? <laughs> Have I suddenly got like really cool skills where I can spot people, which are too nice now that they're actually really mean. And we're blind to actually the mean people. This yeah. is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's um and that's why you end up having the you know the similar relationships with with people because you're always looking for that same person yeah 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 and was well, that familiar you're, yeah. you're familiar with that that way of how it goes your transactions with people in that situation i'll give you a perfect example of a completely different scenario where i self-sabotage myself so i'm doing an online course at the moment which i really really want to do and i've always struggled with these kind of things 
and I've done online courses before and it's not been an issue. Now I did one of the sort of pre-assessments for this course. Um, and I was so nervous about doing this pre-assessment and then I did the pre-assessment and I passed and I was so chuffed, but then I really am stopping myself from doing any more assessments because I don't feel I'm that lucky. <laughs> I just don't feel I'm that lucky to get any more passes. Oh, so you, instead of thinking, well, actually I was good at it. You felt like I was, was just hot luck. Like, yeah. All oh, right. Okay. It was a bit of a fluke. I'm just going to keep that one. Um, because I just can't deal with that's also failure as well and rejection massive like yeah. all of those sit in the same family they're all cousins you know well this this is I've also um put down why we self why do we self-sabotage and you've actually touched on quite a few of them already and it's that um lack of self-worth yeah again you know we constantly if we constantly tell ourselves that we cannot achieve something we will act accordingly yeah um and that it reminds me actually, because I saw a quote the other day and it reminded me of it. And um, it was Haley and your quotes coming out again um, from Henry Ford. And oh, it yeah. said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. That's so true. And I thought to myself, that is so right. Because when you see these successful people and you hear them talking, you just, they go, I, I just feel like I can do anything. I yeah. can just do it. And they just do it. And then you get the people that go, no, I can't do it. And normally they don't because, so I suppose that's saying that it's your mental attitude towards it, isn't it? Um, yeah. But I thought that was quite a good one. Maybe we'll put that up on the Well, actually, the yeah, there's another one as well, which I think is, everyone knows as well. I think Shakespeare is a wonderful, obviously, um, writer and you know his his stuff really does mean loads of stuff um it's quite meaningful and he his one of his quotes was um nothing is either good or bad but thinking makes it so and that is so true as well that lends itself yes. very much the same well, that thing is which so is true because that actually that you know, you know what, well, that is so ahead of like his time as well exactly that is like um what they do in the cognitive behavior therapy like you're thinking it, it's your thoughts attached to the feelings that make them what they are yeah you know and that is that's true that's a good one as but well. i mean it's, we'll it's put, literally we'll that nothing, of these i know i mean it literally is that you know nothing is you know good or bad you know because there's you know if someone else looked at it they might think it's good and someone mm. else might think it's bad so as a product or as an item or as a thought it isn't good or bad but obviously thinking it is just one of those things will make it that will make it so yeah that's that's exactly and what that's what they do in the cbt training is that whatever you've got in your head it's it's your thoughts that make those feelings what they are and create the symptoms and so what um, do you think people can do about it you know so right well, well how can you help me Haley? those are some <laughs> of the why why do we self-sabotage now you we said that um it's uh, lack of confidence um we touched on the uh, imposter syndrome so it's that yep. fear of success um also it's a control thing as well wanting um if we say some, if we say it's going to go wrong and it does we've we've kind of reinforced the self-sabotaging pattern we're yep. in control of it um we give ourselves a little medal for spotting that one soon 
yeah and just going oh well actually i'm in control of that and it feels like control but actually we've just given into it um worrying about failing um giving everything that we've got to something and still not succeeding at it where Mm. if we don't give a hundred percent we've always got that um get out clause yeah that get out clause well i didn't give all i could Mm-hmm. It was an off day. Um, yeah. And that's quite a big one as well. Having breaking through that fear and going, actually, I'm going to give all I can. And if it, if I don't succeed at it, don't look at it as a failure. Yeah. Again, it's that thought, isn't it? How we look at something. Are we looking at it in a bad way, positive? So it's that thought process. And we put, I put a little bit on, you know, how to potentially overcome it. Um, and the research I was doing was basically, I think we were saying in the, in the last one, when we were talking about empowerment, writing down your goals, writing down your tre- achievement, um, um, writing down your goals and what is standing in the way of them. What mm. you think? So trying to be a bit aware of what your thought process is. And um, yeah, I guess that's the same thing as what we discussed before about saying to yourself, what would be the worst thing that would happen? As in, if you constantly put in the obstacles, you don't need to put any of those obstacles in. You just need to put in that one and ask that one question, which is, if you didn't do this, what would be the worst thing that happened? If you didn't do it on this day, if you didn't do it here, like rather than sort of going, I can't do it, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Asking, what would you happen if you didn't do it on that day or this day? You know, and trying to yeah. focus and, a different and way of feel, speaking. It can feel overwhelming sometimes when we've got it all in our head of, oh, right, well, I want to achieve this right, well, actually, I've got this in the way, I've got that, I've got to pick the kids up, I've got to do dinner. Um, and, and you procrastinate, that's a big one as well. That's the self-sabotage as well. Oh, well, I'll do this first, I'll do this first, because you're preventing yourself from taking that next step. So sometimes by writing things down, you can kind of go through it and think, is that really in my way? Can I tick that off? Is yeah. it, you know, it makes things a bit clearer, it gets things out of your head. Um, looking at the evidence where you have succeeded um and and again they can just be little achievements but noting down that evidence can build up your self-value and this again goes back to that empowerment when we were saying about just those little steps you can take can really add to your self-worth um and how you value yourself and i've put um here self-care therapy there's some stuff here that could be like when we're talking about imposter syndrome, um, lack of confidence. These can be really huge things. These can be coming from a really deep rooted place. Mm. So by being open, writing your journals, even if it's not every day, but trying to write things down, even seeking therapy to try and work some of these underlying, um, underlining issues mm. can also help because this self-sabotaging is coming from somewhere i would love to turn around and say yeah well all you have to do is do all of these steps write things down and then it will go but it's not the same you see because you know yeah that emotion sits in a massive hay bale that's what that is these are little steps and like you know and like with the anxiety and definitely i've um recognized that in myself is when i was doing all of this stuff with my anxiety doing the therapy doing exercise drinking more water doing all these little bits I couldn't just say, right, that's, mm. that did it, that particular one. It's so many different elements that you have to work um, 
and and it does take a lot of work to get to the root of these things yeah but, I do. Agree. you know there's hope there's always hope and awareness is always the first step isn't it with anything you know they say it with addiction and anything else awareness is the key yeah i think i think that's true and i'm really pleased that we spoke about this because it is a one that's you know that is you know i i am you know in all of these episodes i'm very honest myself about what i suffer from you know my little lean to it's hayley um you know in terms of her knowledge and research in terms of what i might be feeling or thinking um but i hope you've enjoyed that episode it's a little bit shorter than some of our others because we sometimes were conscious that maybe some of our chats went on a little bit long warranted of course but we just wanted to be able to sort of give you some a little bit more bite-sized episodes that you were able to maybe listen on, you know, in 10 minutes on a fast speed, one and a half or two, just like me, I, I'm terrible. I try and knock out a one and a half hour podcast on times two. Doesn't always work out. Um, but um, I really hope that you've managed to sort of take something from that because I think it's a very common thing and it's not something to be ashamed of. And I think that um, I had a very open and frank conversation with a few of my friends the other day um, and another podcast that I run and, and I host. We were talking about similar things there about sometimes it's actually nicer to be able to uh, just put someone in a better frame of mind. If someone does some, suffer from that, you may not know that. Um, mm. So maybe when you're starting a conversation with somebody, um, you know, just try and sort of think, would they, you know, are they comfortable in this? If you're seeing any signs of someone feeling slightly uncomfortable, you can just jump in and say, oh, just to say, you know, this is just a chat or, you know, um, you don't need to tell me if you don't feel comfortable or, um, you know, don't worry about it. Hey, you know, are you okay? You know, I don't know. There's lots of sort of things that um, I think people need in order to feel a bit more confident. And sometimes for me, it's just the environment or someone letting me know that it's okay to feel a bit anxious or to feel a bit, you know, unsure about yourself um, mm. rather than have someone having an expectation that you're able to, to sort of deliver straight away. Um, but yeah, um, I, yeah, I think this is a good subject and so maybe we can sort of do another touch on it as well to see how we progress with it or if there's any other points that we can add. But yeah, it was just a short, short 20 minute episode there for me and Hayley. Um, hope you enjoyed that obviously please do let us know um you know on instagram or by our on email so you can reach us on instagram at the glass elevator and email is the glass elevator at protonmail.com so please do feel free to reach out to us and ask any questions or share some of your stories if you feel appropriate or we've had some really lovely messages lately about how our content and some of our honest feelings have been really helpful for individuals. And the reverse, the reverse thinking series has been incredibly popular, which is on our page. And that's just being able to talk more confidently for better positive outcomes. And uh, yeah, definitely look at that. If you are um, following us on Instagram, you will also notice that potentially, uh, well, not notice, but we will be starting a new series called the People Series. And this is going to have different elements of who people can be. With the first one, a very important one is is uh, all about toxic people and that will run for eight weeks starting on the 7th of september so definitely check into that it will have every single monday around 11 o'clock i'll have a post which will basically detail different sort of toxic traits i guess of different people um, and you might be able to look at that and think about whether someone around you is acting that way and how to sort of act appropriately in order to be able to deal with that person 
So yes, yeah, so that'd be wonderful. Um, yeah. So did you enjoy the episode, Hayley? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Actually, it was quite nice doing a little bite bite size mm. in that way because it again if people wanted to go back and I know I've done the same when I wanted to revisit an episode if it's short you're more likely to go actually I want to listen to that again because I thought that was quite good yeah. or I want to take it in a second time so yeah and do let us yeah, know if you feel it. yeah do let us know if you feel that that's more you know comfortable for you then we can maybe try and add more sort of bite-sized um episodes each week if it's if you think yeah that kind of works for me or it works for your schedule you know we know that there's a lot of 20 minute journeys out there car journeys you know trips walks all that kind of stuff so it definitely helps to have your feedback on that but yeah we hope you've enjoyed this episode continue to follow us continue to listen out for new episodes um and obviously content um and yeah thank you thank you very much for listening <laughs> yeah thank you very much and join us next week yeah see you bye bye hey i really enjoyed that episode did you yeah i did it was awesome i actually quite like these 20 minute bite size ones don't you yeah i thought it was like a little jam pack just all that information a little bite size that you can revisit if you want to yeah like a little snack a little morning <laughs> snack like i'd like it no it's a good. nice healthy snack it's a healthy health snack. snack yeah healthy 20 minute <laughs> snack <laughs> Listen, if you really enjoyed that episode, give us a shout. Let us know. We're available to speak to on Instagram and by email. Give us a shout. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Glass Elevator podcast. We really appreciate support. And don't forget to follow, share and subscribe. It really helps. Thank you.